everybody. Welcome back to a special week of Ghost in the Scene, Certified Audio Sage, Ghost-Friendly Podcast. I'm your host, Gio Chumpatazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how are you? How have you been? Gio, it's so nice to hear your voice again and, and to be with you. Uh, oh, man, I hope, I hope you don't hear so much in the back, but it's been a little crazy here. Uh, you know, I've got, I got Joe Biden has been having parties at my house Joe? just about every day. Joe, yeah, yeah, they, they lifted the, the mandates. And, you know, it's actually kind of like, apparently it's like a reverse mandate because he's basically mandated that we get crazy every single day. Um, so he's been at my house. I mean, it's, it's frankly a mess. So I'm glad just to, to, to get a few minutes away and to spend it with you and to spend it with our listeners uh, to get a little bit of respite. You know, Joe Biden is taking a, you know, a, a page out of Lil John, you know, the, the, the audio book of Lil John. I'm sure he, he listened to that and was like shots, shots, shots every day talking about COVID vaccine shots. And then everybody, of course, once they get one, it's time to party, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's time to party. And I, for one, am sad I wasn't invited to this party. I'm sure, you know, you have a beautiful home and Joe, I'm sure, throws a beautiful party. But yeah, I mean, it's time for us to party because it's Gemini season, baby. I don't know if you knew this, but, you know, there are four of us right now on this podcast being hosting right now. Me, my twin, Rob, and your twin. So yeah, we're both Geminis. It's our time to shine. And I think Joe Biden made the mask mandate thing in honor of our birthdays, Rob. I think so. I mean, yeah, it's a, it is a blessing and a curse, though, because it's it's nonstop. It's it's zero to one hundred. People are frenching each other, just left and right. Uh, it it you know, and it's it's a little bit of a shock to the system to go from you know having to French myself. To having a French Joe, yes. you know, you know, Pete Buttigieg yes. is here just stretching uh, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just sticking his tongue in any any hole that he sees. <laughs> it, you oh. laugh, Gio, but you know, it it gets to be a little much. You know, it, it almost makes me kind of question, like, are we going a little too fast here? I mean, yeah, we need boundaries set for sure. And here's the thing that not wearing a mask is, it's a detriment. Here's the one thing that I've definitely noticed since I've, I've had to take my mask off more because of the mandate. I can't say my protection spells without being noticed anymore. When I'm out there and, and I'm in, you know, a crowded room, I'm, I'm on the streets, people might be sending me negative spells, right, to my aura. And my vibes might be totally off because of that. So what I do in those situations when I'm masked up, first of all, you have to douse your mask in as much holy water as you can, step one. Step two, get your, your spell list ready. Of course, the protection ones. And bada bing, bada boom, you're saying it on a daily basis. You're whispering it. And you have a protection around you, an aura around your aura. Nowadays... They notice the counterspell, 
and they're able to usurp you, right? They ask you questions. You have to break the spell. They ask you to smile, right? When you smile with people, you're showing your teeth. You know, teeth are a sacred bone that you have in your body. When you show them to people, they have that, that means you give them power over your mouth. And that's open to a lot of things. So I think there's, like you said, we're going too fast with this. And maybe we should talk about maybe wearing a half mask for a little while first. Just like, uh, you know, a nose cut out. People usually don't even do the nose thing anyway. So like, let's do that for a while, cover the mouth, you know, keep me doing my protection spells. And then in a couple months, we can, we can talk about that. And that can keep people from Frenching you as much too. Right. I mean, an open mouth at this point is just an invitation for, to be Frenched. And, you know, it, it, it can be fun and flattering at times, but at, at other times it's like, you know, you got that, those little, little food pieces in the back on, in your molars, in your cavities. I purposely keep my cavities because I, I get to, to store a little food back there. And then, you know, Joe's going in there and he's, he's taking my, you know, my green peas that I've saved. And it's like, you know, I, I was saving those, Joe. Yeah, that's, that's yours. And, you know, that's, that's why you know that he's a socialist, right? He's taking stuff, stuff from you. He's calling it his. He's a communist. And I think that, you know, Joe Biden taking the peas from your mouth is evidence. You know, I mean, that's is the smoking gun right there. So if you guys didn't think he, you know, he's an all-out communist, he's taking something that's yours, calling it his, saying it's sharing, right? Sharing is caring. And he's saying he's giving you something, love, his, his tongue, his kisses, his saliva. And it's not equal. Saliva and tongue does not equal peas. And I think the equation on that is pretty solid and straightforward. So there's a lot of different things going into the mask mandate being lifted you know, a lot of politics involved, but when we're on the ground, we're not talking about politics. We're talking about, you know, what can be seen, what can be done and what's going on. And I think that what's going on is we're in a cultural revolution, right? I think Gemini season, a lot like how we're in the age of Aquarius, the Gemini season this year is strong. And there is going to be a lot of things happening at lightning speeds that people thought before were impossible. Now that could be, you know, taken in a lot of ways and you could be afraid of change and that's okay. You know, that's, that's for us to say, you know, we've been eased into this for a while. We're halfway through the year, you know, 2021 is, is almost halfway done. So <clears throat> things are coming up, but before we can get to, you know, the big thing, we got to talk about what happened recently. And we have to atone for some things because before you have to grow, there's a time to reflect on what you've done in order to grow. And we're talking about Bill Gates, our benefactor. Uh, if you don't know this, Bill Gates saved Rob's life. Rob, I mean, you and Bill, I'm sure you had a long conversation after you came out of the ghost dimension after he saved your life. I mean, you know him probably better than I do. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's that connection there for sure. Like he raised the funds single-handedly. That's, it's kind of how he found us. You know, we, we had a cry for help. I was trapped in the ghost dimension and 
I needed help getting out. But, you know, how we know how it works in this world, everything costs a little bit of money mm. in terms of getting access to the technology. You know, we were just starting up as a show at that time. Uh, we really didn't have any resources. We didn't have you, the street team, out there to support us. Mm-hmm. So Bill walks in and, you know, he, he helps me get out of the ghost dimension you know and you know he gives me you know a, a, the a, the microsoft suite and you know it's pretty cushy that microsoft suite yeah it's nice. like a penthouse you know a penthouse a powerpoint house it's- yeah you don't actually really know most people don't know this you know you think you have these computer programs there is the microsoft suite Mm-hmm. which is like i said it, it's a really fancy heart place to jacuzzi. hang out heart-shaped jacuzzi you know um and it's just interesting looking back at this time because at the same time he he was showing me all this stuff but he and he wanted to know a lot about us in our show but he didn't actually give too much information about himself yeah, and I think fact, this is a good thing to to reflect on now. He he gave a fake name when when he even donated the money. He said he wanted it off the books for himself, donating to a paranormal cause. So he he called himself Bill Yates with a Y. So yes, I mean there there's something to be said about the anonymity aspect of of his philanthropy. It's strange that he didn't come out and say that he believed in ghosts and the ghost dimension seeing as he saved you from the ghost dimension, knowing that that's real. And that could have been a, a watershed moment for us, uh, for the ghost community, if we would have had someone of his stature at the time, you know, come out with that information. That would have been huge. But he did save you, and that propelled us into the stardom that we have now. So, I, we, you know, it, it's hard because things that are, have been happening to Bill, and we know him as Bill. And Bill got divorced, or he's getting divorced. Um, Belinda, we've, we've, we've had lunch a few times. Um, you know, she called me over Zoom recently, and we had a conversation. And, you know, Belinda and, and him, they were, they were great together. But there's some things have come out that are very negative for Bill. And from, from Belinda's perspective, you can see why. The divorce is happening. Um, we know we want to we want to be. These are our friends in, in, in a strange way. Like you know, Rob said, we have a personal connection with Bill and Belinda. This isn't like we're reporting on news. Like this is some you know arbitrary subject we we decided to talk about. This is affecting us personally on a, on a on a human level. So we want to be very very clear. You know, we're not taking sides. We're taking sides with the truth. Right, either side, you know, can say what they want to say. They can throw their bombs. This is, you know, it's going to be an ugly divorce. But we're we're just coming for the truth, right? We want to we want to know what really happened. I mean, and also as our, our role as paranormal legals, um, we'll say up front: there's certain information that is still privileged that we can't quite come out with. Um, you know, we have some NDAs. You know, we can say that. We are wrapped up 
in this litigation in the divorce they got to figure out who's going to be helping out ghost in the scene you know we're we're a part of that settlement um so you know that is just up front you know you know us we'll be as upfront with you as as much as we can including what we can't share um but you know obviously once once that's lifted once we we get through it we'll be the first ones to tell you we'll spill the beans and i'm talking literal beans and for everybody that knows bill and belinda you know their love of beans so uh, that's just a little taste everybody if, uh, for for the content to come get ready because you know we are going to go on a tell-all news tour talking about what we know and what what the results are for, from this divorce from the settlement because like rob said we're involved we're, we're a part of this puzzle and like always we're going to tell it like it is and you know we can say what he told us this is not a client attorney privilege this is just um from the yates perspective he says that well okay i guess let's, let's just kind of go to what the news is saying right first let's go to what the news is saying they are saying that bill is involved in a extramarital affair with employees at microsoft so that's out. I mean, we all know that. That's that's what the news is saying. That's what I think Belinda is saying, right? So as far as reality is concerned, people are agreeing that this is a, a philanderer and somebody who is uh, untrue to their marriage and somebody who is going out, out of their marriage with other people from their work. And so, uh, of course, if that's true, uh, that's very damning. And um, we don't condone that at all, Bill, okay? But we talked to Bill. And in fact, you can hear my dog. Because, of course, Bill is, you know, when I say Bill's name, my dog knows him. He comes over, and he, he likes Bill. So Bill Gates told us there's, you know, there's so much more to this than than extramarital affairs, that in fact, this is a paranormal affair. I don't know, he didn't, we, we can't tell you who it is with, who, who this paranormal, you know, uh, lover of his, but we can tell you who they're not, right? I mean, that's, that's totally legal. So I can, we can definitively say, Bill Gates is not dating Medusa. He's not. I mean, we, we all know how he kind of has that kind of stoned look to him. He's just it's like he can be kind of frozen. Right. Uh, but contrary to popular belief, that is not a result uh, from Medusa. And it's also and so, not, not Elsa from Frozen either. No. No, I mean, we're not ruling out, you know, every character that possesses this power, mm -hmm. but we know for sure it's neither one of those two. I mean, there's tons of things that he's he's not dating. There, there are tons of cryptids out there. He's not dating a Bigfoot, okay? Bigfoot works for Apple, does not work for Microsoft. 
uh, he's not dating Dracula. Um, Dracula is is you know he, he's not a a technology user. He he writes with scripts, with pens, inks, and in fact, he doesn't even have a, a MySpace. Never even used you know a social media. So there's no way he could even get in contact. So I mean, it's not as bad as you would think. Right, because here's here's the news. If it came out that he was actually dating Dracula, okay, Microsoft tied to a, a blood sucking king, right? He's gonna lose everything, right? They're gonna kick him out of America if that was true. I'm not saying they should. I mean, we all know there are good vampires, there are bad vampires. Well, your opinion on Dracula? What do you think about Dracula, Rob? I don't think we've ever even talked about Dracula in, in terms of whether we like him or not. I, I guess it's, you know, we haven't gotten to know Dracula um, as personally. Um, Count Chocula? Oh, I think it's, it's for sure he's bad. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, um, I mean, I, I like what he's done with a brand. Because Dracula is old, right? He's drab. And Chocula, you know, he gets kids unhealthy. And that's, I mean, I, I'm, we're not saying that's good, and that's why he's bad. But it's more exciting. And I think that's what matters in 2021, sadly. But, I mean, yeah, there you have it. That's our opinions on Dracula and Chocula. But, you know, there's, there's lots of, I mean, it's coming out that, you know, Bill Gates is connected to a lot of unsavory characters. Yes. You know, and this is what it comes down to. This is a lot of the, the struggle for us as well, as he's also benefited us. So that, you know, in a way, ties us to these unsavory characters as well. I'm just going to say this flat out. Rob and I have nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein's death. Nothing. We, we were not contracted by Bill Yates uh, as, as a form of payment for, for Rob being returned to the corporeal world. That was not what happened. And that's for sure. That's the truth. We didn't do any of that. But it is to be said, I mean, it is, it is true that Bill had a relationship with the late Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. His death still being a mystery, his life being completely clear, he was a monster. And this is the thing. Bill became friends with him after it came out that this guy was a monster. He was already convicted of being a pedophile. And Bill continued and, and encouraged him and their friendship and wanted more of their friendship. So... You can imagine when they locked up Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates was like, you know, free the homie, free Epstein. He was pouring one out for Epstein. Yeah, I mean, they made sure that his cell had no windows in it. Because oh as you God. know, you know, Bill actually has, you know, the direct access to every window in America. Oh, my God. And if they had the window, you would have seen the murder that occurred. That we did not commit, that Rob and I did not do, but definitely somebody did, definitely a podcaster did. 
We can say that for sure. It was a podcaster, Marin. I'm looking at you. Rogan. The FBI is looking at you, buddy. I mean, he's already doing jujitsu, showing us the videos of him choking out, you know, rubber people. Jeffrey Epstein, classically known as the rubber band man, because all the money he had. So I'm just saying, Rogan, they're looking at you, buddy. Why don't you be careful what you say next on a podcast? Because you will go down as, you know, a, a tool of of who knows who. That's the thing. We don't know what happened because we weren't there. But what we can say is that Bill Gates knew. He was close. And if he decides to, you know, to have a tell-all later, I guess we'll find out. If he's culpable and he's hiding it, we will find out. And I think this is just kind of like a part one to the Bill Gates story. Because, yes, he did save the show. He did save Rob. You know, he did invite us to fondue with Belinda. You know, we got to know the kids. We got to know everybody, you know. But justice is not just us, right? It's everybody. It's just ice. Vanilla ice, I think, is, you know, is the arbiter of justice. And I think when he said, cooking MCs like a pound of bacon, he's talking about, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. He's talking about Bill Gates, you know, bacon, window. I think if you if, if you rearrange bacon and throw in a W in there somewhere, you can get window out of there. So this is huge news. This is going to be a recurring segment. We will get into Bill Gates. We'll get into Belinda Gates. Of course. I mean, and, and it's not easy, you know, and, I, and we'll be thinking of ways, you know, oftentimes people would just throw out, oh, we'll, we'll be donating funds to xyz just right off the bat but we want like we said we we want true justice here so we're not just going to jump out the bat gates saying you know to try to you know spin it so we so just so we look good and so people will stop talking about it uh it's something that we'll have to address as well and we want to do it the proper way and especially after this divorce we'll see you know who's going to end up the ghost in the scene shares like maybe geo like I think we have to come to terms. If if Bill ends up owning the rights to Ghost in the Scene after this, we gotta. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. We might need to like change our name or something. Honestly, that's the scariest part. Is that our IP is at stake here, and we will not be silenced. I think it's safe to say that you know Rob and I we are like kamikaze pilots for the truth for justice. We're not gonna stop till till we're you know, detained on the ground, exploding. We're, we're not done until it's over, right? And even then, we'll be ghosts. We'll be even more powerful. So, you know, if it comes out that we're the ones that murdered Jeffrey Epstein, if we go down for this, which we won't because it didn't happen, but if, if we do, it is because justice is blind, okay? It is because justice wasn't there to see us do it, and we didn't do it. But if we do get caught for it that's the breaks baby that's justice and that's the system that we you know contribute to and you know we all have to abide by it and noise ordinances something that joe biden got rid of for that very reason on your block so that he could have a rager you know he's they call him joe by the book biden 
and you saw the spell book that he carried to his his inauguration. He had a team of 10 people carry the book. They all had to carry just a, a part of it because it was too much emotionally to handle, not even physically, just emotionally. Now that's his book, right? And he just erased the noise or ordinances in your neighborhood. So he's still by the book. I mean, and that's something you have to realize about, you know, the idea of doing something by the book, you know, something that's quote unquote lawful. You have to be considering who's writing these books. Mm -hmm. And who has the erasers to, to undo a law for a moment? Because of course, you know, when, when the party's over and Joe leaves back to DC, you're going to have the ordinance back because your neighbors can't party like that anymore. The president's not there. So, you know, like Rob said, you have to be aware of who's writing these laws, who's unwriting them, who's ghostwriting them. Most importantly, ghostwriters is a thing. I mean, we are paranormal legals. We know it as well as anybody. You go into contracts, they say read the fine print because most of it is written by ghosts. Most of it is paranormal content that you're not aware of, right? You're signing your soul away. You're signing, you know, generations of ritual energy. You're, you're giving away and you're not getting anything in return. And literal, I mean, th this is why spiritual vampires are, are so good in, in the paranormal legal landscape is because they take advantage of people with this fine print. And that's why people like us, Rob and I, we do the, you know, per, the pro bono, you know, daredevil kind of thing where we, we're working for the people and we're doing it in spite of, you know, making money and becoming millionaires, right? We don't want that kind of life because we could, honestly, I mean, to manipulate somebody paranormally is so easy. Casting spells, hexes, all kinds of stuff like that. It's just so easy that for us, it's not fair. When, when you're at a level of ours, when you're as strong as we are, it is unfair to manipulate people the way that the rich and the wealthy do. Because you have to understand, rich and wealthy people, they do a thing called manifesting, right? Which is basically, it's like a, it's like a, a low-level magic, right? You, you cast, it's like fishing. You cast a line into the universe, but at the end of the hook, right, is your intention, and a universal fish will bite that hook and will pull you into, you know, the tier that you want, will make you wealthy, will make you rich. At what cost? Fishing is very dangerous to the paranormal world. I mean, we all know this, right? Overfishing can happen. So we are living in a time when people are moving so fast from, you know, small places to big places, Right, you have Joe Biden going from a little old senator 35 years ago to now being the president of the United States. Right, that's a rocket kind of in 35 years from being a senator to being the president. That's lightning speed. Okay, you have people writing laws that literally have been written by a ghost, a ghost fish. That you know, that's the decision that they made when they made that deal to go up there to that level. A ghost fish writes the laws now. And I think we have to go back to the entire aspect of what we were talking about a few months ago, the giant squid in the sky, guys, the thing that controls everything, SpongeBob SquarePants, okay? I was thinking about this recently. 
it's like we almost got our memories wiped again because every now and then we forget to talk about it like it's a real thing yes there's a giant squid in the sky everybody and it's coming for you i just don't think we we, we ever mentioned that you know it was such a hot piece of information that came out but it's just with everything going on and like we said they wipe our memories so it's something that we have to continue to rediscover it's like ryan gosling you know for a few years mm. man he was so hot and then he kind of you know made a few stinkers a few sleepy movies and you know, he's here every now and then he'll make an oscar winner but really it, you have to go back and rediscover him you know to find out just how good his performance really is. So yes, everything is connected. This conversation really went from, you know, partying with, with Biden to talking about, you know, giant paranormal fish riding the laws. And I think we can end with just a little, because I think it, it deserves its whole episode, but the UFOs, all of this stuff that's happening right now, I know that we're in Gemini season. It's just going to get crazier, right, Rob? But keep in mind, we've been talking about giant ghost fish swimming in the skies. That sounds a lot like UFOs to me. I don't know about you, Rob. I think we can be ready. You know, we're going to get information is starting to drip, 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 mm -hmm. drip like water what lives in a water fish so you know it's it's a very easy kind of a to b here and you know we're going to learn more about the squid uh, and you know i think they're they're worried about us knowing too much at once kind of like how we're talking about the mass just coming off too quickly and you just end up with people's tongues in your mouth all the time i think if we learn too much about the squid at once we will end up with some tentacles in our mm. mouths. That's and, anti. you know, it's, yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But no, if, if you're not ready for it, it can feel pretty invasive. It's very sensational. It's overly sensational. Like, you know, the, the feeling of tentacles in your mouth. Uh, me personally, um, I, I don't like the feeling, but I can get used to the feeling. You know, if I was given the opportunity to explore that more, but like you're saying, you know, there is the squid in the sky. There are the fish in the, in the sky, right? There's these UFOs flying by and the government's going to come out with a report. Ghost in the scene is going to come out with a separate report. That's an, an addendum to that because of course they're not going to give you everything. They're not fools. So, you know, we have some people in, in the government. We have a uh, correspondence that we're talking to, people in the scene. So, yes, look forward to, to our disclosure because when, you know, they tell you a certain fact, you can be sure that about 60% of that is bullshit. There's little nuggets in there that they keep, you know, for continuity just for us to, to be placated. But we'll come out with at least a 90% true. 99%, hopefully. But, I mean, we can get at least a 90. So, I mean, look forward to all of the scientific disclosure happening in Gemini season. We're going to get to the bottom of, you know, who's better, Chocula or Dracula, right? 
scientifically we're going to get down to that. And of course, we're going to find out what happens when you take off masks for everybody and everyone's mandated to take off masks. Is there going to be a zombie apocalypse? We'll see. We'll see. It's an interesting coincidence that, they're, that we're learning about the squid and the masks coming up at the same time. Yep. So just just realize when you're out in, in the world that it's all connected. Nothing is coincidence here. Uh, so just, you know, all, all the more reason to stay in the scene. Dude, keep your eyes on the screen, meaning your phone, meaning your computer, meaning the screen of your eyes. Right. Keep your eyes on your eyes. I think that's something we, we could also start saying too. keep your eyes on your eyes and love yourself because we love you. And watch those window screens, too, because as we said, you know, Bill's kind of looking through there. And the reason why you have that screen, your screen's going to be your only filter from people like Bill. Uh, and you know, I, I gotta, I'm going to double my screens now because, you know, Bill knows where we live and I, I don't know if we can continue the same relationship. So I, I gotta, I gotta get some more screens and that's just, that's just the world we live in. You know, you gotta, you gotta adapt everyone. Yes. Evolve into more screens. You know, that's a ghost and scene, um, saying that's that's something that we're preaching to you right now please get more screens get dual monitors get the whole you know setup going because that's the only way to keep yourself safe from bill, bill gates so everybody we love you take care stay safe out there and we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>